In this week's parsha, the is the mitzvah of benching after one eats. In Oneip from Seder Berachas at the beginning of the Seder, the laws of the brachas that you make when you are about to enjoy or benefit something of this world, like eat something and so on. Shreib the Alter Rebbe, the Alter Rebbe writes, Mitzvah Esem in it is a positive commandment, a title of Varech Achar Achilus Mazen, to make a bracha, meaning to bench, after we eat food. Shenemar, as it says in the Pasuk, in this week's parsha, Vachalta Vesavaitu Verachtas Hashem Alakecha, you will eat and you will be satisfied and you shall bless Hashem. Verachtas Hashem. Oder Loshem, the Alter Rebbe is Matik, Oich Bishluchanaruch Shaloi, this this wording, which the Alter Rebbe also quotes something similar in Shluchanaruch, is Genuma from Rambam. It is taken from the Rambam uh, at the beginning of Hilchas Brachas. But there are changes, there are differences in the way the Alter Rebbe says it in his Svarim that we just mentioned in Shulchan Aruch and in Seydeh Rambam as as opposed to the way the Rambam words it, slightly differently. As well as there are slight differences between the way the Alter Rebbe words it in the Shulchan Aruch and in the Seder, in the Sefer that he calls the order of the Brachas Birchas So what are the differences? Number one, in Rambam and the Seder Birchas in the Rambam as well as in the Seder Berch as opposed to the Shulchan Aruch, is the Losham Mitzvah Eser Levorach Achar Achilus Mozen. It is a positive command to make a blessing after one eats food. When in Shulchan Aruch is the Alter Rebbe Meisif, in the Shulchan Aruch the Alter Rebbe adds Mitzvah Eser Levorach Es Hashem, that it's a Mitzvah Eser to bless Hashem. He adds the words Hashem in the Shulchan Aruch and the Seder Berch in the Rambam and in Seder Berchus and he doesn't mention whom you're blessing in the Shulchan Aruch the Alter Rebbe adds you bless Hashem another difference the Rambam is matik from Posik Oich Devor to Berachtas Hashem Alekecha the Rambam also says when he quotes the Posik you shall bless Hashem your God Alekecha the Alter Rebbe in Shulchan Aruch is Meramiz Demhemshcha Posik Mitenvort Vegeimer when he quotes the Pasuk he doesn't say the word but he writes which means etc which means there's another word following this one but he doesn't say what the word is when it says the it simply says you shall bless Hashem and it doesn't even say it doesn't even say, even say etc meaning he completely leaves out the word or any, even any reference or allusion to Elekecha, your God. The Diak in the Shina B'negei, the Mugaymer, and this difference that we just pointed out in where he, in one place it does say Vagaymer and the other place it doesn't say Vagaymer, is Nachbeilater, is more, is more emphasized by the following. In the Mhemshech HaSif, as he continues in this paragraph, both in the Shulchan Aruch and in Berchus he continues as follows anyone that benefits enjoys something in this world without making the required bracha it's as if he benefited from something that is sanctified unto Hashem which is a very serious violation we know that in matters of hektish and so on it's a very serious violation to benefit from something that belongs to the Beis Hamikdash and so on so if you don't make a bracha, it's as if you're doing that. Shenemer, as it says in the pasuk, Lashem ha'aretzam loya, the world and everything in it belongs to Hashem. Um, by dem din is da ashinu unafakert neifin, and by this din, where he quotes the pasuk, Lashem ha'aretzam loya, we have also a difference whether he does say the gaimer or he doesn't say the gaimer. But it's in the exact opposite way of the way it was in the first part of the paragraph. In Shulchan Aruch is a noch deverte from pasuk nishmaisa v'goimer. In Shulchan Aruch he does not add v'goimer following la shemaratzum loya. On dafke in seder berchus anenin and in seder berchus anenin where he didn't say v'goimer by the first pasuk of berachta sashem here he does a yamaisa v'goimer he does add v'goimer. 
So it brings to our attention even more that there is something going on. Here he does say Vagaymer, here he doesn't say Vagaymer. And in the second part, he does the opposite. He says the Vagaymer in the place where before he didn't, and he doesn't say it in the place where he did in the first passage. And even though you might say that these are very slight differences between the way he says it in Shulchan Aruch and the way he says it in Berchus and the way the Rambam words it, however, when since we know how very particular and careful both the Rambam and the Alter Rebbe were with their wording. Especially in our case, was the Alter Rebbe is Mishana dem Loshen Vaserismatik from Rambam. Especially when the Alter Rebbe changes words, he is clearly quoting from the Rambam. But even in his quoting, he changes slight things from the Rambam. So there must be something afoot. Valderos says the Alter Rebbe Mishana from Zen Egin of Loshen Vaserismatik, and in, in fact, Alter Rebbe even changes from his own wording the way he worded it in Shulchan Aruch. And when he writes the Luach to say the Berchus and he changes it and he expresses it slightly differently. So without doubt, these changes are done with a purpose. There's a reason why the Alter Rebbe changes from the way the Rambam wrote it and the way it, and he changes it from the way he himself wrote it in the Shulchan Aruch. Beis. The first difference that the Rebbe pointed out between the way the Rambam words it and the way the Alter Rebbe writes it in Shulchan Aruch, that can be explained. The Rambam zakt The Rambam says it's a mitzvah to bless, and he doesn't say whom. Nish Hashem. It doesn't say to bless Hashem, while in them kaiseres von hilchas brachas because. The Rambam, before every Sefer, or before every Halacha, before every set of Halachas, he writes a, a brief summary of what it's about. He says, what am we going to talk about in the next few chapters? So he writes in that headline, let's call it a headline, from of Hilchas Brachas, the headline of Hilchas Brachas is, Zagda Rambam Achas, this mitzvah consists of one mitzvah, one positive mitzvah. And that is to bless the great name, the great and holy name of Hashem. He doesn't say Hashem, but the name, the great name, the great and holy name. After one eats. The Rebbe, because he already wrote that headline, he doesn't have to repeat whom we're blessing. In Gufa Halacha, in the Halacha where he right at the beginning of Befrata Das is the Esh Halacha Milos Brachas, especially in light of the fact that this the very first Halacha in Hilchas Brachas, which means following that headline that we just mentioned, is this paragraph in which he says Mitzvah says comes right after that headline, and since he already said in the headline that it's a mitzvah to bless the great and holy name, which obviously means Hashem. So therefore, the next line, he doesn't have to say whom, bless whom. He just said who the mitzvah is to bless. But in the altar, where there is no such introduction. Zokter, in the halacha, so therefore he says it in the halacha itself, the mitzvah says, Levarach is Hashem that the Pazara Mitzvah is to bless, and he has to explain who. He has to say who to bless. Whereas the Raman doesn't have to say who to bless, because he just said it in the introduction to that halacha. But we do have to understand, understand why does the Rambam, in his headline, and the Alter Rebbe in the halacha itself, why do they have to add whom you have to bless? That is, that is said, the Pasuk actually verbalizes and says exactly who you're supposed to bless. It says, And you shall bless Hashem. And it says even Elkecha. So the Pasuk that they are quoting right in this halacha tells you who you have to bench. So why do they have to specify whom you have to bench? Since they're already quoting the Pasuk, which tells you clearly who to bench. 
on the other hand, if for some reason it does have to be pointed out, so you have to understand, as we asked in the first part, in the first uh, section of the then why, if it's something that needs to be said, why does the Alter Rebbe leave it out of where he doesn't say he doesn't say who to bless, he says and if it needs to be pointed out, why doesn't he have to point it out there? Gimel, vet me das verstehen, so we'll understand this, lal pi bir achil gzvishim matoros achibur von Rambam und Shulchan Aruch und seide birchus tanenen. We'll understand this by understanding the difference between what is the Alter Rebbe's goal in the writing of the Shulchan Aruch, and the Rambam has a similar goal in writing his Sefer, and the goal of the Alter Rebbe in writing the seide birchus tanenen. There's a slightly different goal. The Rambam Bar Shulchanoruch Zayn Nishabe Gevoren Als Oisev Kibbutz Fum Piske Alochas. The Rambam and Shulchanoruch are is a sefer that was written in order to gather together all halachas that are that pertain to Yiddishkeit, but with slight differences between Shulchanoruch and the Rambam. The Chilik is Nord. There is a difference between the Rambam and Shulchanoruch. The Rambam gathers every halacha in the entire Torah, every of all 613 mitzvahs, plus the mitzvahs of the Rabbanan. Also, halachas which do not pertain to today's day and age, like the many, many halachas that pertain to the Beis HaMikdash, or to Eretz Yisrael in certain conditions which cannot be fulfilled in today's day and age. But the Rambam gathers them all. Every single mitzvah that exists, he gathers it. Every halacha that there is. When the Shuchanoruch anhalt, anhalt bleizi halachas velchazaynen negebes manaseh. Whereas the Shuchanoruch has a slightly different goal. The Shuchanoruch only tells us the laws which apply today. There's no Shuchanoruch which talks about the laws of carbonus of that carbon and this carbon and so on of building the base amidosh because it. It's not happening today. So the Shulchan Aruch was, was composed, was written to tell us what we have to do today. The Tzadah Shavin is, however, the common denominator between the Rambam and Shulchan Aruch is, that they gather together from all Shas, from everywhere in, in the, the Gemara, in Mishnayis, from Sukkim even, and the Rishonim and so on, they brought together all practical halacha. And the Rambam brought together all halacha period. Now the seder b'chus anenin had the Alter Rebbe arangishdelt in seder. The seder b'chus anenin is something that the Alter Rebbe added to the seder. But seder kailul oich the halachas in seder, which when we talk about a seder, including also the halachas which appear in the seder, there are select halachas which are found in the seder like let's say before uh, pertaining to davening and say the Bechazanen is something that he added at the end of the Siddur so what are those what is a Siddur and the halachas that are found in a Siddur the, they are connected with immediate the immediate need for know, knowing these halachas there's something that will happens now we see this in the laws of uh, washing the hands in the morning and so on, the laws of tzitzis we see that the Alter Rebbe chose only a select few halachas to do with washing your hands with making a bracha on the tzitzis and so on he doesn't tell you all the laws of tzitzis which are many many halachas he only tells you what do you need to know now when you're when you have a siddur open let's say so to speak so in other words in the siddur he is not trying to cover and to make sure that you understand every halacha that pertains to washing your hands or every halacha that pertains to tzitzis not at all he just tells you the things that you need to know now in other words, that the same pertains also to the laws of Berchus which are written in the Siddur. So they're written nishpasignan limit for Yediyas halachas. They're not written in a way that it gives you the full gamut of every halacha connected to Berchus 
that's in Shulchan Aruch, but that's not in the Seder Bechzanen as it appears in the Seder. Nor in Asignan Funayra Lomais of Apoyal, it is a, a collection of halachas which pertain to what a person needs to do on a regular basis, but not to, it doesn't set out to cover every possibility of what could come up in, in regards to making a bracha. In other words, it's not a comprehensive sefer which needs to cover every single possibility in Berchus and has to gather together every halacha that could pertain to Berchus It is, what are the most immediate uh, halachas which pertain on a regular basis? Dalit, Einu from the Chilukim Am Mistafim Mezet Tvishin Loshin Admor Azakim Shulch Nochan Loshin Seder Berchus Anenin Halacha Shibesid Bachlal. So one of the one of the differences that can be seen in the way the Alter Rebbe words things in Shulchan Aruch and the way he words them in the Siddur, including in Seder in Seder Berchus Anenin, in Seder Berchus Anenin Hayros Lan Hagiglach Bapayel when in in the laws of Berchus Anenin as they appear in the Siddur which are meant to be for immediate um, application is the dia kaloshim be'ikas v'avorinen as dia halachas o'klor arayz bringing vida halacha klaich alasar davzayin the focus and the wording is designed in such a way not that it should has to cover every has to be worded in such a way that he shouldn't miss any possibility and that it shouldn't um, exclude some other uh, you know, possible um, um, situation which this did not address because he worded it in this way. He's not concerned about that. What he is concerned about is making it as clear as possible what you need to do now. And there's a big difference between wording things in a way that it shouldn't miss any possibility and making it understood what you need to do right now. But he's not so concerned about making the wording in such a way that this will also cover the way he worded it here will also cover and therefore apply to other situations which are perhaps not as often very rare but he worded it in such a way that it covers that too. He's not concerned about that in Seder and in the Siddur because he's talking for an immediate application of it, and you need to know clearly what is needed now. Lagabe and Andar doesn't have to pertain to and cover the possibility of some other scenario in which this could be applied, and perhaps uh, you won't know the answer in that situation, and so on. That's how it is in the Siddur. Mashenken in Shulchan Aruch, but when in the Shulchan Aruch, was is akayvitz von alle piske alachas. Shulchan Aruch is meant to cover every single possibility on this halacha. Is the dia kaloshin and anoifin over there? The wording is in such a way. Was bavarim is on the sharoiz during in the fun kein inyan was is nisht oiz gehalten be Shulchan Aruch. Vus is on vus is Over there, he has to be careful. The Alter Rebbe puts the emphasis on making sure that a person should not, from the wording in this paragraph, apply it incorrectly to some other situation, which is not exactly similar, but has certain similarities to this situation. But because he made it, he worded it in such a way, that you can misinterpret this, situ- this halacha, this psak, this ruling, to an, a situation which is not exactly the same, and therefore you'll you'll misinterpret it, you'll misapply it. So in Shulchan Aruch, he makes sure that that should not happen. Whereas in the Siddur, he, he's not concerned about that because he's talking about immediate, which means common situations. In summary, in the Shulchan Aruch, the Alter Rebbe has to cover every single possibility in the Shulchan Aruch. That's what the meaning of a Shulchan Aruch is. It gathers together, together every halacha pertaining to a certain matter, and there cannot be a place in Shulchan Aruch in which you could misinterpret where it's not completely covered, it doesn't cover every possible situation. But in the Siddur, it's not meant to be a comprehensive um, study of a certain subject, like let's say Hilchus Berch It's more for the immediate and most common 
application of these laws and therefore less concern is put on making sure that it covers every single possibility and that you should never uh, apply it incorrectly because it's not meant to be comprehensive based on this we can understand why in the Shulchan Aruch the Alter Rebbe adds the words Levarechas Hashem to bless Hashem when it says the Berzanen it lost to the Sois but Berzanen it leaves out the words Es Hashem why is that? we have a rule as the word Es when the word Es appears in the written Torah in a Pasuk the word Es is a, like a connecting word the the word is not always necessary, very often unnecessary. You don't have to say the word the in Lashon Kaidish. You say Levarech Hashem. Why does it say Levarech Es Hashem? So it's, it, it means almost the same thing. So in the Teirish of whenever the word Es appears, however, but this rule is not applied in Teirish so, but in Teresh Yuxav, the word S is always aribui. It's always there to add something else. It opens up the uh, the discussion to a new halacha is introduced by saying the word S. Similar, there is one example of this is it says S Hashem You shall fear Hashem, your God. But it could have said the same thing without the word S. It could have said Hashem Hashem your God, you shall fear. Why does it say, S, the God, uh, who is your God, you shall fear? What do we learn from there? Is the word S, Aribus. So the word S comes to add something new. As the tell you, sorry, I skipped a few lines. So the word, what we learn from the word S is that it includes also that you have to fear and revere scholars because it doesn't say anything about a scholar in this passage but it says the word S S means just as you have to revere and fear Hashem you should also revere similar similarly also in our passage you shall eat and, and be satisfied and bless S Hashem is the word S The word S also comes to add a new halacha. As our Hashanim point out, why does it say you shall bless S? That you are also meant to give a blessing to the person in whose home, in whose home you're eating. Somebody is your host. So when you bless Hashem in your benching, you shall also confer a blessing on your host. That's why the halacha is that when in the time when there was one person that would lead the benching and everybody would listen and answer Amen. That was how they benched. That's what a mezuman meant. The, uh, when three people got together and one person led the benching, it means he said the entire benching and everybody listened and answered Amen. So when there is a few people together and there is a host and there is a guest and someone else so who should be the one leading the benching who should be the one saying the benching and everybody else answers I mean it should be the guest why because when he's saying the benching so he can add a bracha also for the host and since from the word we we learn that one should give a blessing to the host as well that's why the host can't bless himself therefore the guest should be the one leading the benching so that he can also give a blessing to the host. So we learn from the word S this new halacha. The far, and for this reason, Muzda Alter Rebbe B'Shulchan Medayik Zaymitzes Esem in Atayru Levarech Es Hashem. That's why the Alter Rebbe B'Shulchan Aruch says it's a positive mitzvah min Atayru to bless Hashem. Why is he? Why does he have to specify who you have to bless? To Shoydel Zayim because he needs to tell you to make sure that you understand. Atos to make sure that you don't make the following mistake. that one should not think the that this mitzvah the positive mitzvah which comes from the Torah, which is mandated by the Torah, is one would think that the 
part of the mitzvah, of the positive mitzvah of giving a blessing, includes also minatayra, that you have to give a blessing to the host. Because since we learn it from the word es, so one would think that that is also included in the positive mitzvah of the Torah, that just like you have to bless Hashem, you also have to bless your host. And this would now rise to a mitzvah's esem in a Torah to give a blessing to the host. But that is incorrect. Because the blessing to the host is not, is not a mitzvah's esem in a Torah. Only to bless Hashem is the mitzvah's esem in a Torah. And that's why the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch says, the mitzvah's esem includes only blessing Hashem. Blessing of the host is not included in the mitzvah's esem in a Torah. However, when we get to say the Berchsenen, Vus is Vichtik Nortz, who are Rizbringen, Chlordan, Hogal Asar. Where, as we said before, the, the point, the goal is to make it clear what has to be done now. Is Nishnoitik the Savol of Arach Hashem. Over there, it doesn't have to make this addition that the only Mitzvah is to bless Hashem. Because it's right in the Siddur, it says, Who should the blessing be directed to Hashem? So it's in the Siddur, you're saying right away that it's a Brachtas Hashem. Oich also is moving Atzmai, that it's self understood, Abraham Mosin is to the Mabishan, that it's directed at Hashem. And the Tzu brings the Gleich, the Noch, and Seydebrachsanen, and the Pasuk Brachtas Hashem. And he also quotes in Seydebrachsanen. In addition to the fact that when you're, you're benching, it says right in the Siddur, Brachtas Hashem, Lekecha. And in Seder Berzanim, he also quotes the Pasuk of Berachtas Hashem. So therefore, it's clear enough, anyway, that the blessing is to Hashem. And he's not look in the Seder Berzanim, and it's not so important to make sure that you shouldn't come to the wrong conclusion. You know, someone might come to the wrong conclusion. It's clear what a benching is. Benching is to Hashem. Could somebody come up with the mistaken idea that it also means that also the blessing to the host is also a mitzvah perhaps but that's not the goal of because of he, there he's not trying to cover it's not a comprehensive um, study of every single uh, mitzvah of benching and to add another point to this and say the in and he doesn't bring this halacha that the guest should be the one leading the benching in order to be able to give his blessing to the host. And therefore, the whole the whole subject doesn't come up. So therefore, there's no reason to make sure that the person learning it should not make the mistake of thinking that that is also a abracham and We're not even talking about that halacha at all in berchazanet. And say the Therefore, there's no need to cover, to say something that will cover to make sure that this mistake shouldn't be made. As the mitzvah is therefore there's no reason to cover this point that the mitzvah, that the mitzvah says is not doesn't include giving a blessing to the host. Whereas in the Rambam and Shulchan Aruch so. Both in the Rambam and in the Altar of Shuchanarach, Vudadin Vertya Gibrach, where it is, it does state, both in the Rambam and in the Altar of Shuchanarach, this halacha, that it's the guest that should lead the benching in order to give a bracha to the host. And therefore, there you could say that there is a need to make sure that everybody understands that the mitzvah is only to give the blessing to Hashem and that the blessing to the host is not included in the mitzvah Hey, noch a chilek zwischen dem alten Rebbe Shulchanoruch was said about Zanenin was kommt to us from the chilek kanal. Another difference that will emerge from the in the difference between the alter Rebbe Shulchanoruch and Berchus Zanenin, which comes out from this difference, is in their inyan from time halachas, is in in regards to the reasons for halachas. The chiddush from alten Rebbe Shulchanoruch and Rebbe Shulchanoruch from Beis Yosef. A major difference between the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch and the Shulchan Aruch of the Beis Yosef, the original Shulchan Aruch, is was azok milsa b'taima. The Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch he gives reasons for why this halacha is so. He gives you the background. Halachas b'tameim, halachas with their reasoning as the the sons of the Alter Rebbe in the publishing of the Alter Rebbe Shulchan Aruch stated that this is what this makes this Shulchan Aruch different. 
Mashengen the Alachas and Sidr, Zainabloys Piske and Hagas Benegelam Isabapayel, whereas the Alachas that Altarev states in the Sidr, he doesn't give you the reasons why it is so. He only gives you the, the final word on the matter. Even though in the in the Siddur occasionally there are in short at least in brief there are a few reasons here and there given as well. Is the chiluk There is a reason. There's uh, still a difference even when he gives a reason in the uh, Siddur. As as follows: The Alter Rebbe had What's the reason that the Alter Rebbe put the reasons for all these halachas into the Shulchan Aruch? Because a Shulchan Aruch, you would think, should just give you the bottom line. It doesn't matter what the background is, as in the other Shulchan Aruch and the main Shulchan Aruch. So the reason is that it shouldn't turn into someone that can destroy the world. If somebody, like they say, if you know a little bit, it could be very dangerous. Somebody that understands that knows a little bit of, of halacha but he doesn't get understand the whole background can ap- apply these concepts and these rulings incorrectly because he doesn't see the difference between one situation and another because he doesn't understand the reason for that halacha, for that ruling but it could be very different two situations could be very different if you understand the background of it So, and somebody that doesn't understand that the difference is because he doesn't understand the background and gives rulings which become, turn out to be completely incorrect so it's like destroying the world as the Gemara says because he doesn't have enough knowledge to be able to give proper rulings so the Altarba wanted to avoid that so that he gives you the reason for the halacha as well so that you will understand the background and be able to apply it properly so this is Tzulib Yediya the, the, it's because a person has to have comprehensive knowledge of the Torah and Velcha is to this now which is to know the halachas with the reasoning, but at least in short. Not he doesn't write the whole Gemara in the Shulchan Aruch, but in short to give you the background of the halacha so that you have the proper knowledge in order to know how to apply halacha. Mashenkin is Siddur, where the uh, Siddur, the goal of the Siddur is very different. Similar also to say the Sanedin is written in the style of the Siddur, the Alochas which are in the Siddur. is which as we said before, the goal is to give you immediate understanding, immediate knowledge of what needs to be done. So even when he does give a reason in say the Sanedin or in the Siddur, it's not so much about getting a comprehensive understanding of it no, it's more as it pertains to the immediate um, application of this in other words to bring a, a more animated practice of this mitzvah because now that you have a little bit of an understanding of what it is so it gives you more energy, it gives you more excitement about doing the mitzvah, that's the goal of giving the reasons where he does so in Siddur, rather than giving you better knowledge of halachas, of Torah as we see it in a few cases where the Alter Rebbe gives you the reason for a halacha, at least very briefly in the Siddur, and it's more for the purpose of an immediate reaction that you have to how you do this mitzvah. Based on this, we'll also understand the tzvishin, the tzvetin shinei anal sifalev, the second difference that the Rebbe pointed out in the beginning. Between the way the Shulchan Aruch writes it and the way he writes it in Berchusanen. In Shulchan Aruch, the Alter Rebbe brings the time of Allah Canal. In Shulchanarach, where the reasons for the mitzvahs are given in order to give you more background knowledge, bring their oich bekama mekaymes the psukim from vanet melent of the halachas. He also quotes in many cases, in many situations, the psukim from which you learn this mitzvah. Al derel zeb benidin the dan, similar in our case, 
bring the Alter Rebbe the Pasukah the Mitzvahs Esem in Atayir Levaraches Al Charachilus Hamazin. He quotes the Pasuk in Shulchan Aruch of where you know the Mitzvah of benching. Hashem, you shall eat and be satisfied and bless Hashem. And the far is the Alter Rebbe the Noch Oich Meisu Begaimer. And that's why he also adds the word Vegoimer at the end of the Pasuk in Shulchan Aruch. While in the Yedia, Yedia's limit Berchus HaMazim in Atayra is Negeya, Nishna Devetah Berachtas Hashem, Nor Oich Der Hemshcha Kasev. Because in understanding what's the mitzvah, understanding the a comprehensive understanding of this mitzvah, it's not enough to say just to Berachtas Hashem, but you also have to see the continuation of that passage. That's why he alludes to it with a begoimer. That's the Alter Rebbe quotes in the Shulchan Aruch as fundi verter ala oretz ha-toiva because what are the words after verachtas Hashem alakech is ala oretz ha-toiva for the good land. So there he wants to allude with the begoimer that you have to look at the rest of the passage as well because what do we learn from the following words ala oretz ha-toiva because from this we learn that you must also mention you have to give a blessing to Hashem for the good land that He gave us and for Yerushalayim in the base of Mikdash. So, in order to, that you should understand this as well from the pasuk, and in order that when you get to that you will understand that it comes from the pasuk, you have to see the pasuk. Where it says not just to berachtas Hashem, but it has to. You have to understand also Hashem lekecha laaretz hatayva for the good land. So this way, you now know the background of the mitzvah that you have to mention Eretz Yisrael and Yerushalayim as well in Benji. Mashenkin in Rambam, whereas in the Rambam where he doesn't add v'goymer vuder limedef halacha now, where the Rambam does not tell us about this halacha that one must mention. Or at least not that it's Medeiraisa that he has to mention Eretz Yisrael in Yerushalayim. It doesn't. He's not quote. It's not quoted in the Rambam because there's different opinions about whether the Rambam considers it Menatayr or not. Perhaps the Psukim are only it's a rabbinic requirement which is based or they they uh, point to a pasuk which seems to support that introduction of the of the rabbinic halacha. So that's possibly what the Rambam holds about this. There's different opinions, and then, but the bottom line is the Rambam does not bring that halacha that that you have to mention the land of Eretz Yisrael state nor That's why the Rambam doesn't add the goimer because it doesn't feel that you have to see the rest of the pasuk and also in order to understand this halacha. While in their halacha, the because in the halacha that he's speaking about. The mitzvah to make a blessing after eating is negayah blaze of rachas shem that you only need to know the first half of the pasuk and the second part of the pasuk, which we, he would have alluded to with begaimer, is unnecessary in the way the Rambam formulates his halacha. He doesn't mention anything about about the need to mention Eretz Yisrael. But in siddur kailul say the brichas but in the Siddur, uh, as well as Birchus and Anna, the time him come in order to clormach the halacha and haga, halacha and haga. In other words, where it's only there in order to clarify what do you do now. As like, you know, an annotated Siddur, it tells you what to do, what's the next step, what do you have to do now. But it's not there as a comprehensive um, explanation of the halacha. It just tells you, okay, you have to say, so it tells you that. But it doesn't give you a whole thing and the you know the whole background of everything about Rishkhajish. That's the style of the Siddur as well as Birzanin. So it's only telling you what do you de- need to do. Is Nishnige, it's a bring the Psukim. It's not important to bring this the, the end of the Pasuk, Allah Aratzatayba, or even to allude to it, because he doesn't have to give you the every single possible uh, you know explanation of what benching is about. The Siddur will lead you through the benching. You're going to bench. You'll say all the words in the Siddur. Of course, you'll cover every possibility. But he doesn't have to tell you about that and therefore doesn't have to allude to it with a agreement. So you may have asked the question, so why quote the Pasuk in the first place? What does the Alter Rebbe need to quote the Pasuk in the Siddur? He should just tell you it's a mitzvah, to bench. What's the difference where you learn it from? But in this case, the Alter Rebbe does quote the Pasuk. 
Weil der Posse geht da raus dem Gedder, was kommt da raus von dem Tam, von der Allah. Because the Posse defines what this mitzvah is about. The Toysus Havana, it gives you a, a better understanding, Kavana and Geschmack in the Anhaga, because now that you see what the Posig is, uh, what it's about, it'll give you more chayas in your benching. How so? The get of the time from Birchus Hamazen is, what is the reason? What is, how, we, how do you define benching? What's it about? As the Posig says, Hashem, you, will, you ate, you're satisfied, so you shall give a, a, a blessing to Hashem. Vibal does since he became satisfied by his eating you have to thank Hashem for it that's the reason why we bench so the Alter Rebbe in, with, by quoting the Pasuk explains to you why it is necessary for you to bench now that you understand why you need to bench oh I just have to show gratitude to Hashem so the benching is totally different than if you're just going through the motions of saying alright now you have to say this now you have to say that if you understand that I was hungry now I'm satisfied I thank Hashem in gratitude for giving me the food so he quotes the Pasuk not as a just to give you a comprehensive understanding of all the laws of benching but rather it motivates you to bench properly with more chayas, with more passion. That's why he quotes this Pasuk, but it's not that therefore he doesn't have to tell you the Vagaymer, because that is getting into a detail of how to bench and so on, and that's not what the point of Birchasanen is, say the Birchasanen is. And this is the uh, introduction, in a way, to the continuation of, the, of that paragraph where he leads into that just like you have to bench after that you eat, you also have to make a bracha before you eat that anyone that benefits from something in the world it's as if he's benefiting from something that belongs to Hashem without making a bracha since you're about to partake in something that belongs to Hashem. So first you have to thank Him for it. Yeah, sort of ask permission, as they would say. Just like in benching, is because you're satisfied. After you ate and you were satisfied, therefore you should give a blessing, a thanks to Hashem. So before you're going to partake, you should also ask permission, thank Hashem for allowing you to use it. So the introduction is both for benching and also for the following halachas which cover the brachas that are made before eating. The far luster oiz dem v'goymer, that's why he leaves out the word v'goymer from this pasuk in the brachas anenen. Falun dem gedev from brachas hamazen is nishnegei the hemshcha kasov afilin dem varta lekecha. Because in the context of benching, it's not important that it's Allah or it's ataiva. It's not even so important to say Elekecha. You're blessing Hashem. What Elekecha adds to it in this context is it doesn't add anything. Hashem is enough to tell you that you have to show gratitude to Hashem. Certainly doesn't have to point you in the direction of Allah Aratzatayva, at least not in the Birch in the Yusidah. In regards to Elekecha, it's the other rabbi, to the contrary. Nishnar is Elekecha, not only is it not necessary to know the word to be point that, that you have to know the word in that pasuk in order to understand what the bracha is about the word actually is a pointer to a bracha which, go, which is the opposite of what you're, what the Altarev is talking about here, which is ben shingo In what way is alekecha? Is it something which is the opposite type of a bracha from what birchas and benching is? It's written in Tseftas from alekecha maloshin dayonecha that from the word alekecha, which the word alekecha means, the word alekim also sometimes means a judge, judgment. Lentman up, we learn from there that just like you have to bend, thank Hashem or give a blessing to Hashem for something good that happens, you also have to make a blessing when something negative happens. 
because when even when Hashem is acting in judgment, you also have to thank Hashem. din in every way that He has judged you. whether He judged you favorably. whether He judged you in a negative way. In other words, He gave you a punishment. You have to make uh, bless Hashem. So what comes out from the word alekecha is pointing you in the opposite direction of what benching is, and to motivate a person to bench with, with more chayis and so on. Alekecha only brings to mind something negative, so he doesn't want to mention alekecha. That's a good reason why not to bring alekecha into this discussion. Even though in the laws of making a bracha, of course, it's essential, but not in the context of the laws of benching. And this, since that is the opposite, making a bracha for something negative is the opposite of what benching and bechazanen are, which are address somebody being satisfied, ate and became satisfied, or he's about to enjoy something, which is a bodily pleasure. And the fargleich to mavarach is nor in the lekublin besimcha, and the. The only reason that the, the Gemara draws a comparison between just like you have to bless on, make a blessing on something good, you have to make a blessing on something negative, they're very different. But the common denominator is that a person always has to accept Hashem's judgment joyfully. So even though you're suffering from that judgment, still accept it joyfully. That's the only reason the Gemara compares them, draws a comparison between them. But in fact, there are two opposite. Uh, there are two opposite ways of benching Hashem. So therefore, in the case, in the context of benching, the Al Karebbe doesn't quote the word Alakecha. Zayin apich Based on this general difference between the Al Karebbe Shulchanoruch and the Berachas the way the Al Karebbe speaks in Shulchanoruch and the way he does in Berachas Hanenin, kemen oich mazvezayin dem chilut zvishen zei. We can also explain the, the difference in the continuation of that paragraph. Sai by bringing the pasuk Lashem Aratzim Loya when he quotes the pasuk Lashem Aratzim Loya. Afal pias de bavorin and atos was kenariskum mokam acher shayich and shulchanoruch and nishta zayin berchus anenin. Even though we mentioned before that saying something in order to prevent one somebody misunderstanding how to apply it is more pertains more to Shulchan Aruch than it does to the Siddur or Seder but when talking about making sure that you understand what needs to be done now it actually works in the opposite way which means in Birchasanen, which as we said is something that is pertains to immediate to know what to do immediately. Sometimes the the Altarebbe will add wording which might tell you something that could be obvious to you because he wants to make sure that what you're going to do now will be done correctly so even though he's saying something that could have been understood on, uh, on our own he still makes sure that you understand it correctly because you're doing it now so he tells you what to do now even though it's possible that you would have understood it on, yourself, on your own whereas in Shulchan Aruch is the Loshim Bekitzer Shulchan Aruch always strives you, one always strives to speak briefly, not to say things which are unnecessary. When a state nisht azach for his move the Shulchan Aruch is not going to tell you something that is obvious, to, that would be obvious on a, on your own. Doesn't need to be said because you would understand it. Whereas when you're giving somebody instructions, what you're going to do now, you sometimes add things which might have been understood on without your saying it. On the farin, therefore, is that in Seder Berchasanen and Moisif, that's why the Alter Rebbe adds in Berchasanen, in Nochla Hashemetz Aratz Amaloya, after he quotes the Pasik that everything belongs to Hashem, Vagaymer. There he does add Vagaymer. Thus is Moisif Bir Bahalacha, 
because that adds a little bit of explanation to the halacha. That anyone that benefits from anything in this world, it's as if he benefits from something that is sanctified. Because everything in the world belongs to Hashem. And what does that mean? Any kind of benefit or pleasure that one gets from anything in the world. That this point, that everything in the entire world belongs to Hashem, is mefurit, is spelled out in the second part of that Pasuk which is alluded to by the Begoymer it says the entire existence and those who live and those who dwell in that existence everything belongs to Hashem what is it adding? when the Pasuk says the land or the world, the, the, earth, the earth belongs to Hashem and everything in it. More specifically, it's referring to gate of Eretz Yisrael. It's referring to specifically Eretz Yisrael. in and then in the second part of the pasuk, as that even the entire existence of the world, the ganze Welt, not only Eretz Yisrael, is Hashem also belongs to Hashem. And not only the rest of the world, but even the people that live in the world, that dwell on the world, also belong to Hashem. That's why he adds the Begoymer to allude to this. Don't think that it's just limited to certain to Eretz Yisrael or limited to certain types of pleasures, certain things in the world that you have to make a bracha for because it belongs to Hashem and you have to release it by making a bracha and asking permission. It applies to everything. And therefore, that's why when it says in the Gemara, anyone that has any benefit from is a filu, when a filu when the Michael Gehertz, what Satan mentions, so let's say, what happens if it's something that doesn't even belong to you? It's somebody else, it belongs to somebody else, and he gave it to you, he allows you to eat it. When a filu even if it belongs to a non Jew, you're eating something that, a non, that belongs to a non Jew. So, does he? Do you have to release it from Hashem's ownership, even if it belongs to a non-Jew, or even if it doesn't belong to you? So the pasuk says it's not only Eretz Yisrael, it's not only holy things. It's tevel anything that anyone has, and anyone that lives dwells on the world, a guy, another person, it doesn't matter. It all belongs to Hashem. And therefore, you can benefit from it without making a bracha. That's why he adds the vegaimer to this point. Even then, it's still as if you benefited from Hashem's personal, you know, something holy. That's why every anything that you enjoy in the world has to have a bracha. And that's what the Alter Rebbe is saying when he says vegaimer to make sure that you understand that this applies to anything at all that you eat, even if it belongs to a guy, which you might have thought maybe is not included in the Pasuk, La Shema Oretzim which talks about Eretz Yisrael, it's holy things, a guy, what belongs to him, also belongs to Hashem, and the, the second part of the Pasuk brings that to our attention as well. In Shulchan Aruch, he doesn't have to say that, because over there, it's fairly obvious that that you have to make a bracha on everything. Everything belongs to Hashem. But in the immediate, he wants to make sure that you understand that point and that you know to apply it to everything that you're eating or benefiting from in any way.